0: Phenia. As we're getting ready to say goodbye to 2021, the year that was supposed to be better than 2020, uh, I thought it would be nice to come on here one last time this year to say uh, Happy New Year. And thank you, everybody, for listening and subscribing and to talk about what's coming on January 1st, uh, also known as Day 1 of 2021. So I'm here to kind of go over Day 1. I'm also, I'd also like to talk a little bit about um, New Year's Evil and I guess... Reminisce on the year in wrestling. 2021 to me was a year, um, I feel like a year of transition. Me and in, in the world of wrestling. Um, we had you know the return of, of fans, for now at least. Who knows what's going to happen. We've had the emergence of AEW into like a, a bigger deal. Um, It's not a big, big deal yet But it could grow Um, And getting some big-time names Some big-time names to come over to their side To come back to wrestling And um, in the WWE, we saw a lot of faces leave A lot of people going bye-bye We saw a complete third brand basically change gears and I have to tell you I'm not going to lie I still kind of like NXT I still enjoy watching it It's just a different beast now It's not the show that pulled me in um, and, and made me a fan of all these like indie guys It is now It's like seeing a couple indie guys um, Surrounded by this new crop uh, saved by the bell the new class coming in and like, okay, we're running the show now. It feels like it really feels like developmental where before you'd be like oh wait till these guys these guys get called up you know to the to the to the major the major main main roster And then they were like, no, 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 NXt is its own main roster but now that's that's out the door. Um, I still enjoy it. It's there's something about it that just that that I still like. Maybe it's this brand loyalty that I have towards it, or, or nostalgia. I don't know, but I'm still interested in it. And there's some faces, some new faces that I think could become pretty, um, you know, big deals going forward in WWE. They really could, uh, but it's no longer any sort of real competition i don't think to AEW AEW i mean on one hand you could be like they they don't care they're just doing their own thing but at the same time you you they are competition to WWE and, and they they have their sights on on growing and, and overtaking the numbers that you might see on um on a, on a, on a raw or smackdown i don't know i feel like smackdown is its own thing it's on network television it's it's unbeatable, but um it just they seemed like there was a lot that happened this year. A lot of big things in the world of wrestling and not just WWE related. Um, and and the releases so many releases in WWE up until yesterday. We got another one, Tony Storm. My understanding is she asked for her release. She's like, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. At least I don't want to be with WWE anymore, and uh, the way she was being used, the way she was being handled, I don't completely uh, disregard, you know, I don't completely write off, you know, that being an option because it's like, hey, you know, if you're doing this, um, you've been doing this for so long, and this is how you're kind of quote unquote peaking in the main roster. What kind of future do you think that's going to be? And maybe you don't want to do it. Maybe you want to move on. But I wonder. Can people just keep leaving and going to AEW? Like, is AEW just going to keep signing every single one? Now, all of a sudden, they have this giant roster of talent, and they have, what do they have? Is, you know, three hours of TV a week? Which, you know, WWE has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and plus they have, like, main events they throw on, superstars, I think. Those might still be on Saturday morning someplace or syndicated. I don't know. Um, it's just, it'll be interesting to see. I feel like at some point people are going to go, I want to go to EW because there I'm going to get, you know, respected and I'm going to have quality matches and quality storylines. And yes, that might be the case. But at the same time, there's so, there's such a giant uh, pool of talent there that you might be like, well, where where would I fit? in here is it better I'm just completely off the top of my head because I don't know the first thing about the life of a wrestler um but I do like seeing you know everyone's like can't wait to see this guy finally leave at a WWE and go over to AEW and it's worked it has happened a lot of the time Kyle O'Reilly's over there now he's the next name can't wait till we see Braun Strowman over there I don't know what Braun Strowman's doing I know he did something with ROH at the end I don't know if he's just staying indie. I don't know if ROH is going to be back. Um, we're going to see Bray Wyatt over there. That hasn't happened yet. Still could happen. Hell, he could be back in WWE. You just never know. Um, and then they're like, Johnny Gargano's going over there. Maybe. I don't know. But, uh, oh, Kevin Owens is going over there. Uh, no, he's not. Sami Zayn, can't wait. Nope. And at least Pete Dunn. Nope. At least. My understanding is these guys have already signed. So I don't know what happens with uh, Champa and Dunn. Are they still going to be like the elder statesmen in, in the old NXT? Do they move on? Do they come to SmackDown? Or do they come to Raw? I hope so. Um, it's going to be a big year. Big year of changes, I feel like. Another big year to kind of position where both all three of these um, brands in WWE are. And to see AEW take maybe the next step forward, this big uh, allegiance. And you know, I have to say it, I think what would go a big way for me would be if they did something like WWE has with the network or with Peacock now, where you're not paying 50 bucks a month for um, for pay-per-views. You know, you're watching it on a streaming channel. They They... It's a premium uh, viewing experience. It's not on regular television, but it's not some $50 thing that you go through the cable company, an old-fashioned thing. It's you belong to Peacock. You can see everything they do. And if they did not have that, if WWE did not have that, I would not be... I probably wouldn't be doing this podcast because I would not be getting all these shows. I would not be watching all these shows. Um... I remember before the network, we would get WrestleMania and maybe sometimes we'd get the Royal Rumble, and that was it. And we, I would watch Twitter to see what was going on, um, to see what you know what what the results were, and then you just watch Raw the next day to, he, to hear the the kind of the um, the backlash, for lack of a better term. And that was before. I think when I restarted watching all the. All the roster were together, so everything would be kind of spoken about on Monday and then again on SmackDown. But if AEW, um, because they are with Time Warner, Time Warner's like, hey, let's skip the pay-per-view model. I'm going to give you a boatload of of cash to put your shows live on HBO Max because that's Time Warner's streaming. I don't know if HBO Max has the capability for live streaming, but let's be honest, everybody has the capability for live streaming if they want it. I mean, Amazon was all on demand. Now they're doing Thursday Night Football and they do live things. So if HBO Max wanted to get into the live world of entertainment, that would be a big way to do it and it would make me more inclined to watch their major pay-per-view shows And it would make me more inclined to probably pay attention to the stories because they'll lead to these pay-per-view matches, pay-per-view matches, uh, pay-per-views that I would not get. Um, I will not get. I'm not going to buy an AEW pay-per-view. I'm never going to buy an AEW pay-per-view. I I think. I mean, I'll say never say never, but something ridiculous would have to happen for me to do that, and I couldn't even think of what that would be. John Cena showing up at AEW, challenging uh, uh, CM Punk for the for the AEW Championship, something something ridiculously stupid like that. Um, But I don't see you know, I don't see anything like that happening that's going to get me paying fifty bucks a month. And another thing is, it's They only do you know what do they do? Four, five, six. So fifty bucks a month. If they're doing four, it's only you know you're paying. You're not paying fifty bucks a month. You're paying fifty bucks every four months for a big show, uh, and the lack of pay per views does make the spectacle of the pay per view a little more special because they you know they've been building it for a while. Where a lot of the time WWE's like, "Oh, it's over now. Let's tomorrow, okay? Let's kind of play into the next pay per view and let's kind of have a, a, a rematch." Where they don't have to do that in AEW. They can, if they need a blow off match or rematch. Oh, I'm so tired. They could do it on one of their shows. Um, so that's, I don't know, that's just me kind of uh, shooting the shit, as they say. Uh, not not getting down to the nite, gritte, which is uh, Saturday, January 1st, from Atlanta, Georgia, at the State Farm Arena. Oh, the State Farm Arena, I don't know anything about it. We have a, a new pay-per-view, a new event called Day one i was looking at peacock and they had the day one hub and you click on that you see new year's revolution new year's revolution showing up so that was kind of cool that they the wwe has done new Year's shows in the past but this is the first one under the new branded name um day one and it looks like um somehow they they So I'm reading this on Wikipedia. The the event's title alludes to New Year's scheduling. And it's the first uh, since they had the New Year's revolution in 2007. And its schedule also caused the cancellation of the TLC Tables, Ladders, and Chairs event, which, who cares? TLC was kind of, you know, the only thing worse than TLC was Extreme Rules, where there would be like two Extreme Rules matches. Um. Yeah, I, I guess I like Tables, Latin, and Chairs better than Extreme Rules, but no, I, I could care less about that. They're all kind of the same. So um, I got to tell you, you know, where you talk about WWE, oh, they don't do this right, they don't do that right. Um, you can complain about this. Most of it's really talking about Raw. I feel like the, the, the rawness of it all. Um, and yet when you look at this card, card subject to change, you see um, there's eight matches, including a, a pre-show match. And it's a pretty, 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 pretty good card. Pretty good card overall. There are some things here that are like, meh. But the quote-unquote main events for each brand are, um, are looking pretty good. Um and then there's something called Drew McIntyre versus Madcap Moss. I was listening to the Matt Men podcast, and they said, like, you know, I think this is like Drew's l- end of his little holdover. He's going he's gonna to jump back into the, um, the, the pay-per-view. Uh, not the pay-per-view, like the main event uh, world. And I wonder if he, after this, if he's going to start going for the, the, the um, Universal Champion. Uh, because they have done a good job of building up Drew to be this guy. When where I look at him now, fighting a man called Madcap Moss, you think, "Oh, Drew, you're better than this." Instead of, "Oh, look at this 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 you know this guy Drew doing this." Who cares? It 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 actually you know the fact that he's in this match that I don't care about. The way I look at it, I'm like, oh, Drew, you're so much better than this. So that actually, it it does a pretty good job of kind of at least tricking me to realize, no, wait, I'm not not being tricked. It's me realizing that this guy is better than that, and he is a main eventer. So when he gets back into that main event world, um, I think, you know, it it won't feel weird. It'll feel like he belongs there. So that is pretty cool. He's going to effing destroy Madcap Moss. I, I mean... Who gives a shit about this? And the only thing I ha- I wish happens is that, um, take that goddamn sword away. The, the, the look of the sword coming out, posing with it, sticking it in the ground and leaving it. Fine. Bringing it down to the ring, waving it around, trying to decapitate people, making the sword part of the story. I just, it's just too silly and too cartoonish. But I guess then you can sell a sword with Drew, um... The whole thing where the sword is in the desk and then he pulls it out like Excalibur. It's like, okay, I can smile and wink at that, but it is pretty stupid. Um, but yeah, Drew McIntyre completely going to destroy Madcap Moss. The fact that I'm even calling Riddick Moss Madcap Moss, it that's where I'm just like, who came up with this? The happy Corbin stuff, enough, um, bothered me a little, but... Because that sad Baron Corbin was fantastic, um, but happy Corbin—I don't know. He, the thing is, Baron Corbin has grown to me so much over the years that he can kind of do anything. They'll—he'll do anything they throw at him, and he'll put his, his full self into it, and he'll make it entertaining. The Madcap Moss of it all—I don't know. The name is silly, Madcap. I mean, happy. Uh, these They sound like two buddies that, you know, are trying to make their way, you know, two former criminals in 1932 or something. Um, it is silly, but um, hopefully he'll just get his ass kicked and, and Drew will win. And some stupid stuff will happen between Madcap and Happy. Oh my God. Put it this way. This match is not the pre-show match, and I'm talking about it first. Um... The pre-show, pre-show match is just a tag team match uh, between Cesaro and Ricochet versus Ridge Holland and Sheamus. They've, they put Ridge Holland and Sheamus together. I believe Ridge is Irish. So put the Irish guy with the Irish guy. Um, and Cesaro is bald. So put the bald guy with the bald guy, I guess. I don't know. Um, but... For a pre-show match This is going to be I think this could be fun uh, And I don't know if it's going to get people To sign up for Beacock. Isn't that the point of this But um, it will be uh, There will be some flippy dippy Some spin Some big m- meaty punches uh, It should be um, It should be good I like Seamus with Ridge Holland Rich Holland has a great look And um, it, it You know he's I guess they're gonna try stop pushing him. He's got this. Is this his first pay per view match? Even though it's a pre show, still counts. Um, I'm gonna guess, and I, and I guess the whole thing with Sheamus—they've been kind of making this thing go on. Um, Seamus and Cesaro, former tag team partners, but now they are um, bitter, bitter enemies. Enemies? Did I say enemies? Uh, that being said, I am going to pick the bad guys in this one—the quote unquote bad guys. Ridge Holland and Sheamus. I'm just circling them on my little tablet. I kind of took, took out the, the uh, card, and I'm going to circle the, um, the winners for each one so I know that I've talked about them. Um, next up, we have the SmackDown Tag Team Champion match. <laughs> the Usos versus The New Day Who would have seen that coming? Um, These guys, this is like match 7,000 for them. But guess what? The chemistry is so ridiculous that you know this match is going to be another great one. It's going to get the crowd into it. Uh, The crowd thinks the Usos are cool, but they love the the dorkiness of the new day. And um, this is a biggie. This is an interesting one. Um, I'm going to say that the New Day are going to be a new SmackDown champion for like the seven millionth time. Why? I don't know. Who gives a shit? Um, that's it. I'm moving on. (laughs) Uh, You know, I got to make the picks. These are my picks. Uh, next we have, um... Everything's a championship match. A lot of championships. The only guy who's we don't have the Intercontinental Championship match is is isn't here, and neither is the um, the what do you want to call it the uh, U.S. title. Neither of them are on here. I know Shinsuke is going to be fighting Sami Zayn. Uh, Oh, can I talk about this real quick? Damian Priest. He talks about when you get me. When you get me. I'll do my Damien Priest. When you get me angry, that's when the Damien comes out. I'm sorry, what did you just say? Your name is Damien Priest, and when you're angry, the Damien comes out? That's like me saying, my name is Mike. And when you get me angry, the Mike comes out. What? Like, have a different name. Have, you know, the evil Damien, or, 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 you know, the, the Damien, the damned Damien, or something, I don't know, something. It's, when you, my name's Damien Priest, but when you get me angry... The Damien comes out well, What do you mean? Aren't you already Damien? I mean, that's just, this is very dumb Whoever came up with that You're a dumb dumb. And I'm, you know If he has a match The next time he has a match I'm on Twitter I will tweet about it um, That being said They're not They don't have any Neither mid-title Is, is on the line here tonight uh, And only one woman's title Is on the line The WWE Raw Women's Championship Becky Lynch Versus Liv Morgan. I'm just going to circle Becky Lynch right here. I do like that Liv Morgan is getting a chance. I do like that she's getting a push. She seems to be a favorite with the crowd. But there was, I was listening to another podcast, The um, Cheap Heat. And one of the guys said how it just feels like you can just feel her trying to remember, remember her lines and read them. And I'm like, oh, that's not... That's not that far off. So, um, you know, like it's a little bit awkward. Like I am going to tell you that I am going to beat your ass and then I'm going to be the new Raw Women's Champion. You know what I mean? Kind of like that. Um, oh, there is. this isn't a championship match and yet it's one of the stories that I care about. Who knew that I needed an Edge versus Miz match? But the thing is, you like seeing Edge bounce around and still doing having all these matches and the Miz... Can make anything feel personal, and can make and can just be a heel as heel with anybody. Bringing Maurice in, pulling Maurice in front of him, pretending that Maurice is angry at him, and then and then having Maurice turn the tables on him, and then the whole the whole renewing their vows, and then you got Bischoff showing up. Um, I haven't been watching a lot of these things live lately, just with the Christmas season, I haven't been able to. But I've been but I caught up with everything. And um, I watched that today, actually. And that was fun. And you get to see Miz, I mean, Edge drop, I don't know, oil or shit on them. I don't know what it was. Um, but that's been a fun, fun match. If this is going to turn into something, and I think it is, my friends, I'm going to pencil Mike, the Miz, Miz, Nyan, Nyan, as the winner of this match. Um, because I feel like this is going to lead to... Miz and Maurice versus Edge and Beth Phoenix. Uh, married couple versus married couple. So I don't think this is the end. I feel like this is just the beginning of, of this, uh, and I enjoy it because there is some history there with you know Edge being there when Miz was a rookie and Miz being like, nobody cared about me. You didn't care about me. You were a jerk to me just like everyone else, and you're not the Edge you used to be. Now look at me. I'm this big star, blah, blah, blah. All good stuff, all well done. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. I don't even know if the match is going to be that great, but I'm I, I looking forward to the story progressing. Uh, they've made me want to enjoy it. Uh, now we got the tag team uh, for, for Raw, the Raw Tag Team Champions. Riddle's going to be doing uh, pulling double duty on some big shows this week. I was going to say pay-per-views, but it's only one pay-per-view. RK-Bro versus the Street Profits. Um, Are we ready for RK-Bro to lose? You know, Riddle's showing up on NXT on Tuesday. He has a match then. Is he going to show up without a belt? I can't see that. I I can't see that happening yet. I don't think they're going to lose yet. Maybe at the Rumble. So right now, I'm going to pencil in RK-Bro and Riddle as your, uh, retaining the champions, even though I do like the street, the street profits and, um, they had this whole tournament and the street profits. I think one, I, 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 was half paying attention, um, which has kind of been wrestling for the last couple of weeks for me, half paying attention. And yet I'm here talking about it. How exciting for you. So that leaves us with two matches, the two main events. Two champions, the WWE champion and the inter uh, the um, Universal champion. Obviously, um, the Big E, Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, and Bobby Lashley is going to be the um, that is not going to close the show. In fact, it could open the show for all I, for all I know. Yes, yes, yes. I just opened myself a cherry Coke Zero. Wait a enjoy it with me. Holy shit, that's so good! I'm uh, all out of Fresca. Sorry if I popped your ears there, but I gotta gotta keep you on your feet. Um, we could see Biggie like that, one of these big matches could open the show. I don't think it's gonna be Roman and Brock. Um, so again, the Mat Man podcast, one of the guys is like, "Oh yeah, yes." I was talking to someone, and he was like, Hey, yeah, you should probably watch this show." So is something gonna happen? Something big gonna happen? I don't know. Somebody gonna show up? A championship gonna change? Could it be that the um, Usos and Roman Reigns lose their title in one night? How many times can Brock Lesnar lose? At some point, Brock's gotta get the better of you. You know what? Again, for the amount of people who are listening, this is not ever gonna get any major play. The fact that I'm not seen, I'm not seen as some sort of expert. Um, So if I'm wrong, who cares? I'm going to make the bold prediction for both of these matches. Number one, Brock Lesnar is going to be the new Universal Champion. And number two, I'm going to pick Kevin Owens to be the new WWE Champion. Um, I love Big E. I would root for Big E. If Big E wins, I'm completely happy and fine for it. I would also like to see... um, Biggie lose and then chase to win it again, maybe win the Royal Rumble and then win it at WrestleMania or something like that. Um, that would be fun because the crowd would get behind Biggie, no problem. Like that would be fantastic. You know what I mean? He won, he cashed in. He won the Royal, the the, um, the Money in the Bank. People went nuts for it. The cash in was great, but it wasn't like this oh my God, he's getting this match. He just got the match. Boom, doom, boom, boom. Like it was one of those nice surprises in Boston. To see him get like a full run of, I am the number one contender. I'm coming for the belt and then winning it would be would be really cool. I think he deserves it. And I think he will he will get it. Um, so I'm guessing, uh, I, I someone, was it again? Was it again on um, Batman where one of the listeners was chatting and said, Seth Rollins wins, and then Big E chases to get the belt back from him at WrestleMania. Um, I just picked Kevin Owens. Even Bobby Lashley. I don't know. Is Bobby Lashley a good guy now? I do like the stuff between Seth and um, and Kevin, though. That's been fun. So I don't know if Lashley's a good guy. Um, I don't think so. Um, maybe he's just an in-betweener right now. So just to give you the final... Um, final tally. Ridge Holland and Sheamus are going to beat Cesaro and Ricochet. Drew McIntyre is going to dispose of Madcap Moss. Becky Lynch will retain over Liv Morgan. RK Bro will retain over the Street Profits. The New Day will win and and be the new champs over the Usos. The Miz will beat the Edge, probably dastardly. Um, Brock Lesnar will be your new Universal Champion. And Kevin Owens will be your new W. W-E-Champion. And that is all going to happen on day one of 2022. Now, I know I said now I wanted to talk about NXT's New Year's Evil uh, because it's not really a pay-per-view, but it's kind of like a special, uh, its own special thing. It's, it's, it's almost like a takeover, but it's on USA. Uh, and I thought I'd talk about it here at the ending, but screw that, screw that. So, if you're listening to this right now, I'm ending the episode. It's done. And guess what? On Saturday, on January 1st, there's going to be a whole new episode talking specifically about NXT's New Year's Evil. Until then, my friends, Happy New Year. Okay? Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for subscribing. The few of you, the few, the proud, the WrestleFania listeners. Uh, I do appreciate it. I still like talking about wrestling, and I still enjoy watching wrestling. Uh, And I hope to watch even more in 2022 and stay live, start tweeting it live, getting back to just being live. Um, And that starts Saturday night. Follow me on Twitter at WrestleWatcher. I will be tweeting this show live um, as long as my dog allows it. and doesn't want to, you know... Fight me, beat me up, chase me around the house. She's a twenty like three pound beagle, guys. She just, but she uh, at night she turns into a, a little devil who wants to wants to um just wants to uh, get my attention. I'll just say that. Um, and if you want, you can follow Russell Brand. He was a guy who used to be on this show. He is very alive. He's not listening to this right now, so who gives a flying shit? Uh, what we say about him, let try to think about something terrible. Put it this way, I'm up in my mother-in-law's house uh, right now recording this. He was at his parents' house. Um, we crossed paths. We were in the same town on the same day, and uh, we didn't give a shit to go see each other. <laughs> I think he was leaving when we were coming in, but uh, it sounds better that way. My friends, that's it. Happy New Year. Um, Get ready for 2022. I hope you guys had a great Christmas, great holiday. Hope you have a great New Year's Eve. uh, And I hope to see you uh, on day one, to talk about day one with me live on Twitter at WrestleWatcher. And uh, then we'll have to do it again Tuesday for New Year's Evil. That is, of course... If I'm around Tuesday, because there's a slight chance I won't be. So I'm not going to make any promises there. But I will still record and watch it. But my, but uh, Saturday night, 100%, I will be there. And until then, my friends, Happy New Year. And see you later. Fans Not Experts